Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about lifestyle inflation. So uh, this really hit me like a ton of bricks last year when basically um, my spending uh, got a little out of control and as I started making more money and I had saved more money, I started spending a lot more money. So the simple idea with lifestyle inflation is that as you make more money, you spend more money and sometimes it can get out of control. This is one of the biggest reasons you you hear doctors or lawyers or sports stars who've gone broke. A lot of people who make a lot of money, they spend a lot of money too. Um, and that's just one thing to be aware of as you make more money, try to live within your means and spend the same amount of money that you have been spending. It's a great way to kind of curb that. Um, what do you think about lifestyle inflation, Matt? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the first time I really dove into this topic was when I was reading The Millionaire Next Door and they talked about the difference between financial offense and financial defense. Basically, in short, financial offense is the amount of money you can make and then financial defense is how much you can keep. And that, you know that principle stayed with me and luckily I've maintained some small level of frugality, um, but it's definitely been amplified. And had I not had any sense of frugality, I would have definitely been susceptible to what everyone else sees every day. I mean, lifestyle inflation. Um, And I had, you know, countless students that went from, again, a student budget to their first time job um, and just, yeah, spending money on on travel or drinks or a new car, what have you. And I feel that's very typical. But the, the thing to add there is that when we're younger, we don't have any obligations. I don't have kids to pay for or college education to pay for, um, yeah. or I guess student loans. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. But, but you know, as we're younger, we start to see, oh, hey, look, you know, t- let's just say 10% of my budget is free spend. Oh, let me spend it on travel or going out or a good time. But as we get older, it tends to be the case where our obligations increase. So that 10% now, all of a sudden, you need every single dime you can get just to you know, fully feed a family of four or five or what have you. And so these things tend to creep up over time. And so you know, what initially appears as you know, plenty of cookies in the cookie jar, all of a sudden you know, then the cookie jar is empty. I love cookies. <laughs> um, but for me personally, I've gotten it under control, but I still have the impetus to sometimes overspend. Um, just because the value of a dollar as you make more money, it actually changes your concept of it. So if you imagine when you're a little kid and you get a dollar for allowance or maybe $5 for allowance, you know, it's so much money. Um, and then when you start making money, $100 is so much money. Um, as you make more money, it's it's tough to keep that concept. That's one of the biggest reasons why with lifestyle inflation, I've tried to pay a little bit more with cash just because holding the physical currency, it's really scientifically proven. I guess scientifically might not be the right word, but it's proven in studies that when you pay with cash, you spend less money. Um, That's a way that you can curb it. So sometimes if I'm going out, um, I'll just leave my credit card at home, maybe take 20 or $40 uh, to the store and just spend that just because it's so easy to get into the habit of spending uh, and saving. Last year, I looked and I'd had over 1,200 transactions uh, on my credit card, which is pretty insane. That's at least four a day uh, for the entire year. And um, Yeah, just something to be mindful of and be aware of. 
Um, don't let it catch up uh, with you. That's why using apps like you know Mint or Personal Capital can be really helpful because they'll tell you what you've been spending each month. And when you get ahead uh, of that budget, they'll actually email you, and it's, it can be a good way to you know keep you accountable. Nice. Yeah. Another. Another. If you want to hear more spending hacks, check out our episode titled "Ultimate Spending Hacks." And then I'll leave you with the two steps that I use to really curb lifestyle inflation. Uh, the first one is basically any expense I had, I would try to view it as an annual expense. So the analogy I used was, you know, that $90 cable bill all of a sudden turns into $1,080 over the whole year. And then the second step is if I'm not maxing out my 401k and I'm eligible to contribute money pre-tax, then I'll view that expense as being a post-tax expense. So in other ways, in other words, with $1,500, I could have either spent that money on a on cable because once the taxes come out, then that's 1080 bucks, or I could have put $1,500 into my 401k. So that's one other way to view uh, another opportunity to, to curb lifestyle inflation. If you want more, check out our ultimate spending hacks. It's a great episode, one of my favorites. We'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag MillennialMoney on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.